0: Welcome to the Fancy Boys Fantasy Football Podcast. This is Kirk, and I'm with Greg, and let's get it started. Oh, Kirk,
1: I'm just loving that uh, that new uh, intro, man.
0: Oh, I, I I can't get enough of it.
1: <laughs> until until the next one. That's right. So, what's going on, man? You ready to talk uh, wide receiver rankings?
0: Oh, this is this was just a bag full of tricks. I loved it.
1: <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, nope <laughs> um all right, so hey, we're gonna do dynasty rankings for the wide uh we'll probably talk in depth maybe about the first ten or twelve, and then we'll just uh, list out our our consensus top twenty five and and call it a show yeah, okay, uh, The main thing to remember is that these are dynasty rankings, so we're you you take the uh, the, the age of the receiver the contract situation all that good stuff into effect. And um, it's not just how we think they're going to do this year.
0: Yeah. And, and, uh, and and that would be it. Yeah.
1: All right. Anything else you want to add before we get into it?
0: Uh, Apparently not.
1: Okay, good. Good start for you. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, So our consensus number one, uh, one of the few that we actually did have a consensus on was uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Houston Texans. So, last four years, he's averaged 170 targets. He's probably has a good quarterback for the rest of his career in Deshaun Watson. 11-plus uh, touchdowns, three out of the last four years, and 1,200 yards, four out of the last five years. Uh, last year, he was third points per game, and the year before, second. So, anything really to add on him?
0: He had 115 catches and not one drop. He is that, perfect.
1: That is a pretty – Pretty amazing stat. Uh, the other thing about him, if Watson does go down like he's one to do, uh, he pretty much is quarterback proof, unless that quarterback's name is Brock Osweiler. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, very good. Number two, uh, I have him at number three. Kirk, you have him at number two. as no surprise because you're a homer. Is Odell Beckham Jr.
0: Oh my god! Yeah. This uh, is great.
1: So, if you look on the Sleeper app, uh, they have the top two as far as their dynasty rankings flip-flop. They have Odell Beckham as the number one and DeAndre Hopkins as number two. But uh, Beckham, he's only played 16 games in the last two seasons, and that's, that's 16 games combined. Um, you know, the big question for him is, will his targets go down in Cleveland? A lot of mouths to feed there. Uh, I think there is some more risk for him versus maybe the other top five receivers, but you know he may be the most talented. So, what do you think? You're you're the Cleveland guy. What do you think's going to go on there?
0: Well, the only reason why he's not number one is because he's coming into a new system with a young quarterback. So, uh, I I think he's in a he's going to be in a he's going to be in a system where he's going to get a lot more targets than he has in the past. You're gonna I think it's going to be more like 2016 where he was approaching 170 in targets. And he'll go over a hundred catches. That's that's what I'm expecting from him.
1: Yeah, he's never really had a season outside of the top ten in points per game. So when he's on the field, he's great. It's just a matter of if he can be on the field. All right. Uh moving on, number three consensus uh, or actually I have him at number two. Kirk, you have him at number four. A lot of people may think I have him high, and that's Devonte Adams. Uh he was um a lot of people don't know he was the number one receiver last year. Um Aaron Rodgers, number one receiver, is always a top 10 guy. Adams has been a top 10 guy the last three years in a row. He's always efficient, always, you know, getting those 10-plus touchdowns. He was a top 10 guy when he was getting 120 targets a season. Now last year he had 170, and I think that's going to continue because nobody's really there to challenge him.
0: Yeah, it's hard to argue with with, with that. I mean, um, the the people I have above him, are Mike Thomas. So uh, not the people, the person and you know, that's that I can flip flop them and just be fine.
1: Right. And yeah, the reason I like, you know, Thomas may be better than Adams this year, but I think Adams moving forward, uh, more stable quarterback situation there. So, yeah, Michael Thomas, uh, he's a guaranteed number one receiver this year, or as long as Drew Brees is there, he's a number one. Um, very safe floor. He's going to get his eight to 14 targets a game, and he's going to put up 80 yards a game. And, and, you know, he really turned it on with touchdowns, um, you know, late two years ago and then last year. So that's, you know, he's making his money there. I have him at number five, actually, Kirk, you have him at number three. Um, I, you know, I think we're, you, you know, you and I have the 10th pick in the, in the first round. So I think we're looking at a Devontae Adams or, or Michael Thomas as our, as our first pick. Although Brian Moore, He's a big Michael Thomas guy, and he's picking at the number nine. So, wouldn't be shocked to see him go there.
0: Well, he'll probably get him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to add for Thomas?
0: No, he's only a year younger. His his career is is starting really, really well, and and hopefully uh, he's not affected by Drew Brees, but who knows.
1: All right, good. Number five is uh, Juju. I have him at number four, uh, one spot ahead of Michael Thomas. Kirk, you have him at number five. Uh, he was number nine in points per game last year, 18 his rookie year. Uh, you know, with Antonio Brown's 170 targets gone, um, Juju should should soak up targets. Uh, Ben's number one has, has typically been a wide receiver one, uh, even dating back to the Mike Wallace days. Um, you know, a lot of people think that you know he's not as good as AB, so he'll be double teamed a lot more, and that's going to affect them. Um, in reality, Antonio Brown was really only double teamed about double teamed uh, about nine percent uh, of the plays more than Juju, so it's not a huge a huge uptick in that. Um, the other thing I like about Juju is he is at least three years younger than every other player in the top you know, 12 or, or 14. So he he has some
0: longevity there. Yeah, he, he's a big guy. He's fast. He's the only wide receiver in NFL history that in his first two seasons has had a reception of 97 yards.
1: So what's that tell you? If these trends continue.
0: <laughs> He'll have at least one more this year of 97 yards. That yep. be, that'll be a big game. Yeah, now, well, he, he's, he's, I, I think he's going to, it's going to be hard for him to maintain the output last year. I think that depends on Ben and how he's able to perform. But I mean, he he should still be a hunter catch, uh, 1,200 yard guy, and, and hopefully he can get into double digits and touchdowns.
1: Yeah, he's, uh, he, I think for, for, you know, he's safely in the second round now. So I think the first four we talked about could be first round picks. He's now a second round pick. Um, you know, depending on how the league's going to go, you know, dynasty is one of those things where, um, contrary to to redraft leagues, wide receivers are valued much more in dynasty leagues because of their longevity, and you know how hard it is to get a, a a stud receiver year in and year out. So
0: yeah, and he kind of he kind of breaks breaks it here. I mean, he's like the one guy that you'd probably look at and say, "Wow, I, I think I may get him, even if, uh, um, you know, like." Julio Jones is is available. I'd still rather have Juju, even though Julio may have a better year.
1: All right. Well, here we go. We have a tie at number six. Uh, And this may shock a lot of people, but it shouldn't, because these two are the real deal. And they are actually teammates. Uh, Minnesota Vikings uh, receivers Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. Uh, The way it broke down, Kirk, for our rankings is you actually have – feeling above digs and i have digs above feeling so it'll be interesting right. to talk about that feeling uh, let's talk about feeling first um, you know, he's been a wide receiver one two years in a row uh, just re-signed a big contract just two days ago last year was really the tail of two seasons for him his first eight games he had 100 yards in every game and he was on pace for 150 catches and and almost 1900 yards uh, and he was the number one overall receiver. The last eight games, he was the number thirty uh, overall receiver. So, um, only one hundred yard game in that span. Uh, Diggs is young. He's he's a great football player. His biggest issue is health. Um, but a lot of people think that he gets just as much separation as AB. The people who I guess analyze those types of things say that he is as good a route runner as there is in the NFL. So (laughs) what, uh, what do you think, man?
0: Well, with, with Thielen um, last three years, he's increased his targets. Well, not he, his targets have increased (laughs) every, every year. And therefore his receptions have gone up and his yards have gone up. So my theory is this, that if they throw the ball to him more, he will catch more balls and get more yards that's
1: genius. and you just think it's every year until he until he dies of old age. It's just yeah, so,
0: he'll he'll be he will be a thousand targets and get ten thousand yards no but he's he it, it's 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 been it I, I, at some point there's gonna be a crest um I think he's around that right now, but i I guess a pretty good crest to be at is about thirteen hundred yards fourteen hundred yards and a hundred and some catches so i think He's he's there. Stephon Diggs is or Stefan or Stefan. What is it? stefan Stefan. Stephen. I couldn't believe he had over a hundred catches in that in that offense with with Thielen. So that's that was slightly surprising. And
1: and he only played uh, uh, fourteen games, I believe. So
0: fifteen. Fifteen, 15 games. 15.
1: Okay, but he was targeted
0: 150 times in those 15 games. Right,
1: yeah, and the thing about these two is you're getting monster week winning games from both of them. Um, you know, somebody like a Keenan Allen isn't giving you week winning games. He's just, you know, he's a you know he'll accumulate points um, just by having a solid season where these two can just win you a game.
0: It's no, it's no longer you know hard to have two wide receivers. Have thousand yard seasons,
1: right, right. Just like the yeah, these two were were both wide receiver ones last year. Just like the Steelers had two on the same team, so it's yeah, it's not unheard of. And you sh- if you can get both of them on your team, you shouldn't shy away from that,
0: right? Not a, shouldn't yeah. You just yeah. gotta play your bye weeks smart. But I would I take them.
1: I, I I think I mean that's that's a realistic you know scenario is to to get them second and third round is to get these yeah. guys, absolutely. All right, man. Uh moving on to the number eight overall. I have him at number nine. Kirk, you have him at six. So a little bit of disparity there. That's Mike Evans. Um, I think, you know, out of all the ones we've talked about to this point, he's got the worst quarterback situation. Uh, just a lot of question marks with J Jameis. He is super talented. Um, you know, they've got Godwin and Howard, OJ Howard to take some of the pressure off of uh Mike Evans. Um so he's not just double teamed the whole time, but uh you know, he, he's, he has the ability to, to be, I think the, the wide receiver one, or I think he has the ability, you know, that situation where he's a low end wide receiver two It's just really up in the air.
0: Well, his, his first five years in the league are, are a lot more impressive than people will give him credit for. He's, he's 120 plus targets. Most of them are in the 30, 130s, 140s. Um, He's been over a thousand yards. He's got double touchdowns uh, two out of the five years. Uh, last year he was averaging seventeen point seven yards per reception. Um, he only managed eighty six catches out of one hundred and thirty nine targets and had fifteen hundred yards. Last year was a was perfect for him. It, it, it's he got a lot of targets, but he could have got a lot more. I think he's going to be better this year because of that. Um, and I'm kind of regretting trading him um, in another league. In a
1: different league.
0: Yeah. I think he's on the rise. I think Aarons is going to utilize him exactly the same this year, if not more, to where he's going to be down the field. Big play receiver.
1: Yeah. All right, number nine. um, Speaking of other leagues, I have this player in our, our keeper, auction keeper league, and that's Julio Jones. Um, and you know, Julio cost me some money in that league and I've been debating whether i want to trade him for, to free up some cap space or get some younger players. And after analyzing the stats, it's, there's no way I will get rid of him. Uh, so he's 30 years old, no signs of slowing down. Here's his average for the last five years. Um, he's averaged 103.8 yards per game the last five years. So yeah. if you were to play 16 games, that's 1,661 yards. Uh, that team, you know, they let go of Tevin Coleman. They're going to remain a passing team. You know, Calvin Ridley's uh, very good. Austin Hooper is is up and coming. You know, they still have Sanu. So they have other weapons there to take some of the pressure off of Julio. But he is just, as far as yardage-wise, he's as good as it gets. And he actually scored touchdowns last year, which he hasn't done in any other year in his career. Uh, He may be somebody who he's going probably late in the second round in these dynasty drafts. And I think he's a steal there.
0: Yes. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, age is really, is, is the only thing. And and if if you don't, if you want to try to win now in that league, um, drafting him may be part of that, you know, key piece to your team because that's, that's a lot of, a lot of yards and uh, potential for a lot of touchdowns. uh, I mean, a lot of points uh, going into the season. So, yeah.
1: All right. So rounding out the top 10 and I have some asterisks next to this guy is Tyreek Hill. Uh, last year he was the number four in points per game the year before number eight. Uh, and the reason I have an asterisk next to him is, you know, he did get in some, or there's some potential legal trouble for him, which, you know, when he came into the league, he dropped in the NFL draft because of legal trouble. So, if if the league acts on that i mean you know cuz some of the stuff did involve a child he could be facing a serious suspension or even if not a serious suspension this year that that's one strike against him and one more he could be done so there is a lot of risk i think involved in him um if he does get suspended my ranking of him would drop a lot lower but really he is a he's a huge boom guy has a great quarterback situation um it doesn't seem Likely that he can continue what he's done because he's, you know, because he is so small. He's not your stereotypical number one receiver, but he's the fastest guy in the league and just, um, he's been great the last two years. Well,
0: here's the question then. Uh, I agree with everything you say. If he, if, if he comes out and they, and he's going to be suspended for, let's say, the year, how much does that affect your rankings with like a Sammy Watkins? Is he, so Sammy
1: Watkins would be, he would be a top 15 well, – well, in the dynasty, it's tough. I can tell you in a redraft league, Sammy Watkins would be a top – probably a top 15 guy, top 12 guy. Okay. Out, without a doubt.
0: Right right away? Yes. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I mean, it's it, – it, otherwise, otherwise, he falls down – quite far I mean even though he's only 25 I mean he's he's around the 30th best receiver yeah he's
1: not in our top 25 right (sighs) all right So, so here's I was actually kind of shocked by this next one we both have him ranked at number 11 he is our consensus number 11 and that and all this guy has done is last year he was the number two points per game In the five years preceding that, he was number one in points per game. Uh, And that's Antonio Brown. So probably the most interesting offseason for any of the wide receivers. Uh, He has averaged 10-plus targets per game since 2012. Is he going to get that in Oakland? That's the big question. Um, They've got no running game there. Weaker receivers for a supporting cast. Um, We also see him – Um, He is he is losing his mind. He is crazy. Uh, Have we ever? Yeah, I mean, we've seen diva wide receivers, you know, Terrell Owens, Randy Moss have mental meltdowns and their production goes way down. And I I wouldn't be shocked to see that with him. Um, I just don't know. You know, he'll have significantly less targets. I think I just don't know if he can be as uh, efficient with those targets.
0: Well, I, I, I actually, I, I think that's where it's going to be the, the big difference. I think his targets may stay the same or even go up, but his efficiency will go, will definitely go down. He's had, he's had uh, last two seasons, he's been in the 160s in targets, and he's just gotten over 100 catches. I, I don't see that at all. I see an 80 or, or a 90 catch season with 160 some targets. I just can't imagine that the chemistry. Between him and, and Derek Carr is just going to click, and they're not going to just try to force it to him when whenever they can, and even in poor situations, which could cause him to go nuts, like you said, and yep. just yep. yeah, it flipping out the sidelines. Yeah. He may look more like uh, Odell Beckham than uh, than than right. he has ever before.
1: Well, you know, the other thing with you talking efficiency, his touchdowns the last. 6 years 15 9 12 10 13 8 I don't know uh, 8 may be likely but I, I don't expect any more than that in in Oakland. All right so hey let's um let's let's just talk in depth about this next one and then we'll just go through the list rounding up uh, the top 12 uh again we both have him at 12 and that's Keenan Allen um mm-hmm. he dropped off a little bit last year even though he still had 97 catches um, you know, he was still, a, a, a you know, he had 97 catches, but he was still only a mid-level uh, uh, wide receiver two last year. He was 18th in points per game after being fourth the year before. I think Mike Williams threatens his production. Uh, he only, and, you know, I kind of talked about it earlier. He only had one huge game last year. The rest were good, or and then he had some below average games. So um, I, I, you and I used to love him. We, you know, he's always uh, a topic of conversation. What's your temperature check on Keenan Allen right now?
0: Yeah, I, 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 I think it's. I think this past year is going to be where, where, where to expect him is right around 100 catches. Um, but he, his six touchdowns pales in comparison to Mike Williams, who had he had double-digit touchdowns. he had, he had
1: eleven. That, yeah, ten. That, receiving may be, that
0: may be the trend. Is yep. Keenan I mean, Allen's no, never because, been? A- he's never been a touchdown guy Keenan Allen's a 26 year old wide receiver too. So he's still young. Yeah. Um, you'll get production, but yeah, it's going to be hard. They, when you lose Antonio Gates, Mike Williams steps up as the, as the guy that you're going to, you know, get touchdowns and who knows if Hunter Henry does that as well. So more touchdowns given to other people. Yeah. He'll just be that between the twenties guy.
1: Okay. All right. Hey, I'm going to roll through the rest of our top 25 and then Kirk, uh, just ask you to, to identify one uh, guy outside the top 25, kind of a flyer that you, you'd you like to take a chance on. So uh, nice. number number 13, uh, T.Y. Hilton. We have some disparity there. I have him at 15. Kirk, you have him all the way up at 10. Yeah. Uh, 14 is Brandon Cooks. 15, Kenny Galladay. 16, A.J. Green. 17, Amari Cooper, who we will not draft because you never know what you're getting with him. He's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Uh, 18 is robert woods 19 is chris godwin who um again he may just be a fantasy darling right now you know the hype machine is big on him so we'll see uh cooper cup at number 20 and then uh rounding out the last five is 21 jarvis landry 22 Cortland sutton 23 mike williams 24 corey davis who you have up at 20 i had out of my top 25 and then finally The last uh, player in the top 25 is Calvin Ridley. Um, So there you have it.
0: Corey Davis, now I remember my thinking is I was looking at the other receivers and outside of Cortland Sutton, um, everybody else was the second or third receiver on the team. and I had a hard time putting him below them.
1: Well, Corey Davis, I mean, he's – I think he's talented enough to, to be up even higher. It's just the volume is the issue with him. So, all right, Kirk, outside of the top 25, who's a late round guy that you think could, could, or, you know, potentially be a wide receiver one or two?
0: Um, I, well, at least on his team, it will, it would be um, Dante Pettis. This this is a year for him. He's young. Um, He's going to have, he's going to have his quarterback back. Um, And he looked good in that offense last year at times. So, I think he's going to take a big jump. Um, I would look at him.
1: All right. For uh, a guy that I think you and I both like and we will probably take a stab at is Sterling Shepard. Uh, yeah. He just signed a big extension. He is the guy there in New York. You know, they, he's got Evan Ingram to battle with, but really no one other than that. Golden Tate doesn't worry me because Sterling Shepard, he's still the main outside guy, and, and Eli can, um, you know, if he has time, which hasn't really been the case the last couple of years, he can throw the ball down the field. So, all right, man. Well, cool. Any anybody you're staying away
0: from? Staying away from? Yeah. Um, what did I have? I had a. Well, it, the the three receivers from the Rams is kind of a crapshoot. I'd almost take any of them, but that's that's where I would I would watch if you, you, Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, and Cooper Cup. You're not I'd, taking
1: one as your number one.
0: I wouldn't want them as I wouldn't want one of them as my number one. That's that's where. I, uh, if if that's the case and I better I better be strong everywhere else. Right. I'm open I'm open there uh you know 3 or 4. Yeah, oh, Allen Robinson. No. Yeah. There
1: no. he is. No, that's a that's a great one. Allen Robinson. Um you know, I I think that's that's a great one uh uh DJ Moore for me. Just uh he's kind of like a Corey Davis where I think he's very talented but that that situation just scares me a little bit. So I don't know that we'll be taking him.
0: Well, we will never take Allen Robinson ever again.
1: If <laughs> you can put money on that.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's
1: hurt us too much in the past.
0: Yes. it's The scars are there.
1: All right. So, hey, that's that's all we got for this show. Next week, we've got the running back show. Uh, cool. The The NFL draft is next week. So, after that, we'll be looking forward to recapping. And then... Uh, it's going to become real because we're going to introduce the teams. We're going to introduce the people behind the teams, and we're going to get personal. It's going to get ugly. and It's going to be fun.
0: Well, it's because we're talking about ugly people. So
1: Ugly, dumb people.
0: Young, dumb, (laughs) and full of love.
1: Yes. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life. (laughs) All Uh, right. All right. Well, hey, that's all for the Fancy Boys. We're signing off.
0: And fading out.